0: Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now, on to the show. Yes, hey, welcome everyone to Pardon the Intermission. He's Eric.
1: And that one is Jason. So I totally caught you off guard because you pointed at me right as I said, that's yeah. Eric. <laughs> I was like, all right, go for it, man. I and was I, like, I thought your for turn. a minute you were going to say, I'm Eric. After yeah. I said, then that's Eric. <laughs> so <laughs> you're, trying, to, you're trying to get me, huh? You're right, to, yeah. right. Wouldn't that have been a a, a little bubble of trouble? Yeah, there? that's Eric <laughs> and I'm uh, Eric. Yeah, yeah. There's so, a lot of
0: Erics on this show.
1: Anyway, he's Eric, I'm Jason. Yeah,
0: so how are you guys doing today? Great, yeah. I
1: hope. Hope you guys are great. Hope you've had a, a great start to your holiday season so far. And. Uh, Yeah, this is one of our favorite times of the year, not only because it's the holidays and everyone's supposed to be happy and cheery and chipper and everything else, but we have a lot of great, wonderful holiday entertainment content that we're going to touch on today, Eric.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and you know, uh, going through this holiday season, we're going to be hit. At actually, talking about a lot of holiday movies and stuff. Obviously, right? Some holiday is related. Tis either. the season. Tis the
1: season. Yeah. Um.
0: So yeah. So yeah. I can't wait to get into. it. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff. Now on this show, though, unfortunately, we have. We're going to start off today with a little bit oh, of yeah. sad news that you had. Uh, I
1: alerted this. I alerted you to this. Yes, I think you alerted me yesterday. to this. Yeah. So. For those of you who have not heard, um, Clarence Gilliard Jr. passed away I think it was on what's today, Thursday, as we go to uh, recording this. Wait, yeah, so I think
0: this was on the 20, 20, November 29th, 29th. So a couple passed, days ago. A couple yeah. days
1: ago. Clarence Gilliard Jr. passed away. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the name Clarence Gilliard Jr., you might remember the movie Die Hard. Do you remember the computer hacker named Theo? Relax, Theo. It's Christmas. It's the season <laughs> of miracles. The quarterback is toast. <laughs> that was Clarence Gilliard Jr. He was also in um, Top Gun. Top Gun, yeah. For those of you who've seen Top Gun, I'm sure you all have. You remember that he was Maverick's Rio shortly after Goose died. He was sundown. Hey, man, we could have had him. Yeah. You know, I'll fire when I'm goddamn good and ready. But he was also he also was more prominently known for being in the uh, CBS TV series Walker, Texas Ranger with Chuck Norris. Passed away this week, age sixty six, and actually he left the wor- uh, he left the world of theater and film, and he, be- he or film and TV, I'm sorry, to become a theater instructor at the University of Nevada at Las Vegas.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, he was also in uh, Matlock. I saw here, which I'm like, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. He was in Matlock. Uh, a lot of the great shows
1: from the '80s and early '90s. He was in. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. I mean, this guy. I mean, the thing was, he he's the kind of like you know when, when at mm-hmm. first when I looked at him, I was like, oh man, who? When you sent me, this, I saw Clarence Gilliard, and I'm like, who is that? And yeah. then I saw the picture. I'm like, oh my gosh, that I didn't. That's I had the guy. He's one, yeah. it's, it's one. he's one of the actors that you know. You know his face. You've seen him a thousand times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he did an amazing job in everything he played. I mean, yeah. But but yeah, I never knew his name, right? Um, so, actually, maybe which is a yeah. good thing. If you're an actor, to tell you the truth, if you're kind of that kind of actor where you know you're always kind of. Playing, you know the the supporting cast members, right? And and you, but you don't really. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing. But if you well, know his face and you know
1: all his characters, like you say, you know all his lines. It is know? a good thing because that happened with me with Michael Bean and Michael Ironside, mm. two character actors, very good character actors who were in some very good TV shows and popular movies. I never knew their names for a long time until I finally stayed behind to watch the credits and I realized, oh my God, that's Michael Ironside! <laughs> Yeehaw, Jester's dead! Yeah, you know, yeah. but but yeah, Clarence Gilliard Jr. Again, when you see him on the screen, you know who he is. Again, you just don't know. Well, his I mean, name. the
0: guy had an, it, the thing is the guy had an amazing career. He did.
1: He had an extensive filmography and, yeah, and television and and, and TV too. You mm-hmm. know,
0: so and and unfortunately, yeah. you know, he, he did. I mean, he's young, sixty six years old. Sixty six. The article yeah. never it says that they're they're not talking about there. There was no. Uh, they didn't say exactly what happened to him. You it know, was just what was the cause? Ail, of, an ailment cause, of some sort, wasn't it? Cause of death. Yeah, something yeah. they said they 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 yeah. didn't they didn't specify anything. Right. Um. But yeah, sixty six seems so young. But yeah, it man, does. it's like. Well, I guess there won't be a well with him and uh, uh, with Hans Gruber. Uh, there won't be a
1: reunion on Die Hard. Huh? <laughs> no guess. Christmas party at Nakatomi Plaza this year, folks. I'm sorry. I did see who was that. Did you, did you post that or who was that? I did, was yes. that you? Yeah. Well, my brother initially posted your brother that, did. Yeah, they asked yeah, meme on Facebook the Nakatomi was a, Christmas party invite. That's right. It
0: shows the building, the Nakano, Nakatomi building. And right. it was, I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> that saw that great. and I started laughing. Oh man, that but was. But then I, I came down to earth when I read the story about
0: which, which you know this leads and which. It does tie into Christmas because of Die Hard, yes. which leads me, yes. which we're going to have another discussion about is we Die will. Hard a Christmas movie? And As we we'll get closer to Christmas, yeah. But that'll <laughs> So, be anyway, I'm um, um, sorry to hear about it, uh, Clarence. I mean, you know, he's like I said, now I will never probably forget his name now because of right, this, right? right? It's like, oh, that's yeah. it's that guy. So, I'll never forget Clarence. So,
1: rest now. in peace, Clarence Gilliard Jr., the world's greatest computer hacker. You broke into Nakatomi yep. Plaza safe. Rest in peace, Clarence. Uh, we're going to miss you, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, um, we wanted to do um, you Finally got to see and it, well actually the, the last episode just finally dropped. Uh, I think yeah. last week. Was it last week? It last was Wednesday?
1: Last, last Wednesday. Was yeah. it this
0: Wednesday or last Wednesday? Anyway, finally dropped for uh Andor. Yes. You finally saw it. You've heard me singing its praises. Yes. Um what did you think? Now that the season is over. Boom. Are you uh oh, you were revving up there. I, I cut you, I cut you off. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> all, I, right. I, all right, I, I all was right, go ahead. Go. What did you think? Love it. I awesome, it. right? I was it. Awesome? I loved
1: it? I loved it on a scale of one to ten, Eric. It was a twenty. Wow! Was, I, I, I loved it. I loved it. And it, now, if you recall, way back when, when we yeah. first, when we first started propping this show, I was cautiously optimistic because it didn't feel like Star Wars at first.
0: And now, you did you see? But, you saw like one or two episodes, right? And you were kind of like, um, you yeah. saw something. I was you weren't fence. sure about it.
1: I was on the fence, but yeah. I, 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 was patient with it. I gave it time, and lo and behold, God, am I glad I did? And I got to tell you, it, it. It was drastically different than anything we've seen with Star Wars before, but that's what made it awesome. And Andy Serkis, and for those of you who don't know who Andy Serkis is, remember Gollum, Gollum, Gollum. He was Gollum in the Lord of the Rings films. He was in Peter Jackson's King Kong. He played Kong. Andy Serkis has been in so many wonderful things, and not only as a motion control capture actor, but just as a regular actor in general. He played uh, the, um, the jailer. When Andor was captured by the Empire, if you remember,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't a jailer; he was he, he was, a prisoner, was a prisoner, but he was prisoner. kind of the captain, the captain, right of, yeah. of the prisoners. But of he his he
1: factored a lot into this final episode, his cell block, and I loved his character. I thought oh, yeah. it played so much into that going into the last few episodes. But Eric had. had Everything that I wanted to see, and eventually it got into more of the Star Wars references, like this episode where they uh, where they tried to escape in the Tie Fighters, or mm. in the cargo ships, and the Tie Fighters were following them. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was it was well built, it was wonderfully written, and my God, it was just uh, right now I'm saying it right here, best Star Wars series made so far. Yeah. I, mean, I think, and and I, star Wars think and and
0: I think it beats Mandalorian, and and while I say that is because yep. you know Mandalorian played a lot off of 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 the mm-hmm. nostalgia star nostalgic yeah. Star Wars that we knew, yeah, yeah, and and yeah. I and I think it's a great series, but yeah. at, but I think this one like like you said and and, and I've said uh, in the past, I mean this one it does break the mold. <laughs> It's complete. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Star Wars series, but it pulls you in that universe. It does. <laughs> where it, it's it's almost as if you were to watch movies and then you started reading. You know how they started doing all mm-hmm. these offshoot books and stuff yeah. about the different characters. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's what it gives a feel like. It's like a, it's like the same world, but yet it's different.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go for it. Go for it. But w- with this series, Eric, I treated it the same way I've treated Stranger Things. I mm. didn't want it to end. I wanted oh, to see yeah, more. I'm yeah. like, okay, come on, come on. Yeah, I got to see yeah. more. Come on, come on. Yeah. And that's the mark of a, a really good series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I felt that way with Stranger Things. And I felt this way now with Andor. I'm like, okay, come on, guys, season two, let's go. Come on, yeah, season two I right know. now, let's I know. go. Well,
0: I'll, I'll tell you, it, it had, it had uh, uh you know, we made fun of it in the beginning because yes. we we did, we said we saw the preview of it and there was an AK-47, remember that? AK-47, I'm yes, like, I what did. are they doing? An AK-47 Get
1: a, that fired laser bolts no less. That
0: was, but you know, I got to say, that was cool to see. <laughs> right, Ultimately, right, that right. was cool to see. But you know, at, in the beginning, I'm like, an AK, you guys can't even, you know, if you don't have the budget to you know, at least right, glue a couple right. things on the gun to make it look like a laser gun yeah, for right, gosh right. sakes. But anyway, the the series, I mean, it is. It is one of the best. It is well written. The sets were amazing in it. I mean, and, and that's the thing. They didn't go crazy with it didn't have to be this crazy big set. They right. just they just they kept it small. They kept a lot of tight shots, but yep. they were able to, but they put a lot in those tight shots where it was it was very meticulous. Yep. Right. And it was well done. The acting was amazing. Acting was perfect. Yeah. Um, I guess Diego Luna also executive produced it. He did, yeah. Which yeah. is which is pretty cool. He I did. think I, I, you know, when I saw Rogue One, I wasn't, I, you know, I mean, these were all new characters to me, yeah, and I didn't know, and and I thought, you know, Diego Luna, I thought, okay, he's okay, I mean, he's serviceable and he's good, yeah. Now that I see him in Andor, I mean. You think his whole is it's totally different. I mean, he did such a great job as far yeah. as his acting performance in Andor that I mean, I I am sucked into that character now. I mean,
1: and 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 this this is a testament to the excellent writing of the series. Something they did that I was hoping to God that they weren't going to do uh, was not sacrifice the writing by having special effects tell the story, unlike previous Star Wars projects. So what I mean by that is, Eric, they kept to the script. They didn't deviate from the storyline they created. And with Diego Luna's character, in particular with Cassian Andor, okay, we didn't know about him in Rogue One, obviously because this was the first time we'd seen him. They needed to create a backstory, but they actually made me feel very sympathetic towards him Yeah, because it's like he came from a troubled childhood, from a troubled background, and I remember there was the one episode where they were getting ready to do um, – to infiltrate that um – Oh, uh, it wasn't like, it was an, it was imper- that, it was that
0: dam thing. What was it? it? Was like that, that big, um, Oh, I can't remember what it was called, but I, yeah, I can't remember they were on the planet. It looked like a big dam where there was a water. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah.
1: And they were getting ready to infiltrate it. And he gets into a fight with one of his other, um, rebel cohorts there. And the cohort says to him something along the lines of, you don't know what it's like to sacrifice something. And he says, to, and Diego Luna, his character casting Andor gets down really close to him and says, I've been involved in this fight since I was seven years old. I've sacrificed more than you could possibly know, or something mm. like that. But that was kind of like one of the key turning points for his character because that's when I started to really feel for Andor and not just treat him like another Star Wars character where he's just here for fun and games. Yeah. You know, he's just here for a parlor review. He's here because he has a purpose. And so that's the characterization was well formed out. I thought the actress who played Mon Mothma, Senator Mon Mothma, Did a great and Stellan Skarsgård. I mean, Stellan. Yeah, yeah. Stellan has been a tremendous character actor over the years. But I mean, in this role, I mean, he was perfect. He was kind of like the guy. He was the character who you knew there was going to be a guy who you weren't sure of whether he was going to double cross you or not. And Stellan Skarsgård was kind of that guy. In a way, but mm-hmm. I thought the characterizations were tremendous. The storyline was tremendous. I've spoken too much. It's your turn. No, <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. I, you know, I was, I was trying to
0: look some some of these actors up. Yeah, like yeah. the uh, the other guy too that plays kind of the uh, the foil there, Kyle. What's yeah. his name? Kyle Solar. Kyle Solar. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Soler. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't even know what this guy's been in. I have probably seen him, but yeah. um, he did a great job. You know, the performances, and that's what it was. They had they had great actors. I mean, a lot of yeah. these actors too. I couldn't tell you necessarily. I mean, uh, um, Scarsgard, yes, but I mean, a lot of them, I, I've recognize them I don't necessarily I couldn't say like oh this is so and so and this is so and so great
1: right? actors without an all star cast
0: yeah great exactly and, mm-hmm. and and you know what and they under and what it was too is that, is that their performances I don't want to say underperformed but they just they didn't they didn't overdo it they didn't need to I mean the performances were so just down to I don't want to say earth because they weren't on earth but they were just they were really just just great just, uh, uh, yeah. uh, <clears throat> uh, what's the word I'm looking for here not under underperform, but what would it be
1: underappreciated
0: well underappreciated yes but I mean and there was the performances weren't over the top they just they did a great job of just delivering the story they yeah. had the emotional content I mean this guy Kyle Solar. I mean half of his stuff was sitting there in that in that apartment with his mom
1: right but you know right the,
0: but it was so good that, and all he did is sit there and look at his bowl of cereal or whatever they were eating right yeah but it was like I mean the it, you you were so it was so intense you were just so locked into what was going on you know what he's thinking I mean you could tell it through his eyes it wasn't yeah. that like you're saying they didn't have to use special effects to tell this thing. Right. 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 Um, exactly. Yeah. I mean the story was so well done overall. And what makes me so mad is that, and we talked about this in the previous podcast when we we're talking about Iger and Disney and Disney Plus, mm-hmm. is that this this doggone series <clears throat> is getting lost now. And the reason it is and, and it's not getting the numbers it should, because, you know, Disney has put out such crap, let's be honest, yeah. with some of these other series. I think people are just like, eh, I'm not gonna watch that. I'm I'm not gonna get you know, I'm not gonna get sucked into this you know, this thing again and be disappointed. So they're not giving it a chance, Mm -hmm. you know? I agree. And then at the same time, I think people do have people they get a little scared when you watch it and it doesn't feel like Star Wars like what you said at yep. first and you're like oh yeah. I, well, I don't know it's not right, right. no this is going off the rails well, and and so and and there you go but this has been one of the best in my opinion one of the best series I agree out of the Star Wars universe if they totally. could just do stuff like this even with all the other stories and here's the thing we know what happens to Cassian and Andor. I mean we know what happens in the end we've already seen it that's right but the thing is I like you said I want to see more now we
1: want want to see more yeah we- I, you know
0: it's kind of like i don't care i'm, I'm hoping that well may- maybe the ending wasn't his ending maybe he got right. off the
1: planet maybe
0: <laughs> Maybe he was transported. Maybe uh, Captain right? Kirk showed up, right? They did a little multiverse crossover. Oh, and, I love the cross shot and, and, and idea. Beam, <laughs> and beamed him off the planet, you know? I'm sorry. So there
1: must have been a microconverter malfunction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this series, I mean, you guys out there, if you have not seen it or haven't given it a chance, and I don't want to spoil it here and tell you everything right. that happens, but it is, to me, yeah. I don't want to, it's hard to not build it up, but it is one of the best series that they have put and out. That
1: last episode was a cliffhanger, baby.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It was a cliffhanger, for I'm sure. Like, oh
1: my God, they're gonna do this next. They're gonna do this next. Y- oh, oh, you
0: know what it is? Is because they're taking they're taking an event. Let's say, and yeah. and 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 we all know it's like it's when when the rebellion was We're, getting built. Yep. And they're taking that event with the oppression of the Empire, I mean, they're just so heavy on everyone throughout the galaxy, you can feel it. I mean, you know, you could feel it, whereas when I was watching Kenobi, and they brought in Darth Vader, you get the nostalgia, but you don't feel the heaviness. It's not like, it's a different feeling. It's the same feeling that I had, I remember when I went to the theater in 77, and I'm watching A New Hope, and all of a sudden, you know, in that opening scene, and all of a sudden, you know, those guys are getting all ready uh, for something coming through that door, and that's when you boom, you know, the door ex- explode, and Darth Vader comes through for the first time, yeah. and you see him, yeah. and there's a heaviness, you know, yeah. and you're like, whoa! And they they brought they were able to bring that feeling back with the Empire, yeah. and and so what it does is that with that and 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 you just feel the drama and the intensity with these actors yep. of of everything that's going on. I mean, how is this gonna rebellion's gonna right, work out? Right. Even though you kind of know you're not
1: sure still. It's it's the craziest thing.
0: Even though you don't know, you're not sure and you're getting sucked into these characters. They're done so well and you know, so overall, amazing.
1: Hey, we have other stuff to review, man. Let's get off Andor here (laughs) for a little bit. (laughs) I know,
0: I know. I I will sing praise. Anyway, do you have any last thoughts on it or anything? Watch it.
1: Don't listen to us. In fact, no, listen to us, but then after you're done listening to us, watch it.
0: Yes. Okay. Hey, yeah. here we're gonna, also going to talk about something that I have not seen yet, but you yeah. did, and I wanted you to review it because I wanted to hear yes. about it. Yes. Um, Wakanda Forever. You went uh, and saw it in
1: the theater. Bla- I did. My wife and I saw it in the theater. Okay. Black 3D Panther, or Wakanda the 4D Forever. or anything or just the regular? Just the just regular just theater. Just the regular one. Okay. Yeah. We just wanted to watch it like in the old days on okay. a regular theater screen. So yeah, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We all know it's the sequel to the hit first film, Black Panther. Um, so my review of this film is, um, on a scale of one to 10, it's about a seven now. Really? Oh, um, uh, well, the reason why Eric, it's, it, it's an, it's a very good film, but I'm just going to give you a little bit of warning here. Okay. Okay. So this film obviously meant a lot for a number of reasons. Chadwick Boseman passed mm, away yeah. much earlier than what we wanted him to. And he did such a great job of portraying King T'Challa slash yes. the Black Panther that this film did a number of things that I didn't like initially. Number one, they tried to find a way to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman while also bringing a closure to T'Challa, okay. while also continuing his family line slash storyline. Um, they also did a cross route. They did a crossover, character crossover. They brought in an old, old Marvel character, one of the first ones, the Submariner, named Namor the Submariner. Okay. Uh, my wife didn't like that because his character was portrayed as being um, a descendant of Mesoamerican um, descent. And if I remember right from the comic books, the character wasn't from Mesoamerican descent. But what I'm trying to allude here to, folks, is that if you're going to go watch this movie, it, it it's going to give you a heavy heart because of the the slight periodic moments where they... Uh, make reference to his to Chadwick's character or they show images of Chadwick's character in some manner of shape or form, it hits hard. It's a mm. tough movie to watch because he's not in it. But I will also say this, though. It's a very strong story. It's mm. a very strong story okay. because we get to see more of his sister, Shuri, uh, Shuri's, Uh, in this movie because she takes up the mantle of uh, the Black Panther. I'm not going to spoil it all for those of you who haven't seen it yet. Well, I think a lot of people probably, even from the commercials, right? I mean, you can kind of tell. So, yeah. yeah. But what we see is Shuri really, really, really at her most vulnerable point and at some point her most devious point to an extent. But it, 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 it deals with Wakanda The main plot centers around Wakanda getting involved in a battle with Namor's kingdom, which lives under the water, under the sea. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, Wakanda has been forced to open up its land to the rest of the world, but in doing so, the mineral that they have that everybody values vibranium which is what captain America's shield was made out of yeah is being used to create weapons of mass destruction mm. and so the movie centers around namor's kingdom uh also having access to this vibranium they don't want others to get their hands on it and they tell wakanda if you don't do something about this we're going to mm. and wakanda doesn't listen to them and they but so yeah, it, it's also a very long movie. It's almost three hours long. Oh my gosh! So, really? Yeah. If you're going to, um, if you're going to go watch this movie, do not drink a sixty-four ounce movie soda. <laughs> that will compel you to go to the bathroom midway through because it will. Yeah. But again, it's a very, very strong story because of it, you. Just go in with a heavy heart because okay. they do make references to Chadwick Boseman there, and just knowing what he meant to that character and that franchise. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it, it 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 tugs on you a little bit. But it's seven out of ten. It's worth seeing, but just give it some patience. And I, I, there are some parts I didn't like, some parts I did like. But Mm. overall, seven out of ten.
0: Do you you think it? uh, um, Did you enjoy the story from where they're they're taking it now? You know, the continuation of, of um, Wakanda?
1: There, well, yes and no. They're at the very end, like what Marvel does with their little teasers, there's a little caveat at the end that leaves room open for a T'Challa successor. I won't tell you how they do it, and I won't tell you who does it. Okay, But there's room to continue the Black Panther storyline without Shuri but oh, still bringing really black- well yeah in fact since we've all pr- so here here's the spoiler folks okay so at the very end shuri is there uh, she is burning a um, a funeral robe that cuz the movie opens up with uh, black panthers uh, with a, with a t'challa came down with some kind of a dreadful disease and he couldn't be mm. cured from it and so the movie opens up with him basically on his deathbed the doctors are doing everything they can to save him but they can't and so Shuri, uh, they have a big funeral celebration for him and their custom and their traditions. But she takes a... At the end of the movie, fast forward to the very end with the teaser, uh, she takes a funeral robe that he was buried in that she previously couldn't burn in a fire. Because in their culture, when you burn the funeral robe in a fire, you're basically allowing your ancestors to go into the, the kingdom with their other ancestors. Okay. She didn't do that because she couldn't let go. Well, she okay. finally lets go at the end. And then all of a sudden... She comes up, and Lupita Nyong'o, who played um, the actress who portrayed his love interest in the first film, comes up and introduces Shuri to her nephew, Ah, whose name happens to be T'Challa. Okay. She named her son T'Challa after his father, whose name is T'Challa. Okay. okay. Chadwick Boseman's character. So you cut one story. You pay. You pay homage to one storyline. But so she's not going to
0: be going forward. Probably no. not going to be no, no. Mm. And
1: Eric, what made this interesting is that this film That's underwent this film underwent a lot of controversy, and in the sense that they weren't even Marvel wasn't even sure if they were going to make this because of Chadwick Boseman's untimely death. Yeah, and when they did start to make it, it was during the height of the pandemic, and Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri, made a big stink. About not getting vaccinated, and they wouldn't let her go I remember on that. Set yeah, unless yeah. she was vaccinated. And she told you, she basically told them what everybody else in the world told every other government: you can't force me to get a vaccine. Well, we and people so, tried, <laughs> so that delayed the shooting of the film. But yeah. eventually, uh, eventually, cooler heads prevailed, and obviously, they got it made. But it, it's it's in a more of an emotionally, so do you
0: deep think that you, well, I'm I'm wondering if the, the movie one. was pre written or if they uh, pre-written or if they rewrote the ending because of that, that maybe. Because they were a little upset about her, maybe they're like, you know oh, what, we're maybe. not. Gonna,
1: yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're not going to yeah. continue
0: with you. We're going to go yeah. on with someone else. But I, yeah, interesting. This is a
1: much more uh, emotionally deep film. Yeah. So again, if you guys go and watch it, just be prepared to go with a heavy heart. You know, and,
0: and the problem too is with this. This is Phase Four, right? And the the problem with this. This phase, officially
1: ends Phase Four.
0: This ends Phase Four. Yeah,
1: so they're now. Ju- so they use Black Panther: Wakanda Forever as a way to end Phase Four.
0: Okay, because my, my point was that, yeah, I mean, it's like, where, where are these all going? And I know that, you know, there was even some, uh, recently there's been controversy with, uh, uh, what's his name that plays Thor? Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. He has basically come out and said some things about that he may not do Thor again, yep. depending on, because of the character. Because they just, the character does mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah. Uh, he's not, you know, developing, he doesn't know where they're going. And I think that's it, right? Just Marvel doesn't even, I mean, at this point with the Marvel universe we have no idea where these guys are going yep you know what i mean there, there's yep. no it's like we had the big the big you know uh, uh the big uh, crescendo there with uh, with iron man and captain america and all those guys fighting together you know fighting against yeah. Thanos. but yeah now it's like okay what what now you well know? because
1: now we're being introduced to a lot of characters that aren't as popular as the original ones that you just mentioned and so people aren't as familiar with the storylines also they're geared towards a younger generation Marvel has Phase 5 and Phase 6 already planned. We're going to see different versions of X-Men. We're going to see different versions of Fantastic Four. But in between, we're also going to see the Young Avengers. We're also going to see two other Avengers movies come out. One is, deals with another devious popular character called Kang the Conqueror. Mm, that will deal with the multiverse element. Which he was inter- introduced in... Uh, um, he was introduced in, um, not WandaVision, he was introduced in Loki. Loki, yeah, yeah Loki the series. TV series yeah. Loki. So we're now starting to see content come out um, that a lot of new Marvel fans aren't familiar with. But how Black Panther figure, how Wakanda forever figures into this, we don't know, because unlike mm. the previous films... There's no uh, foreshadowing into any of the future projects that they're doing. Yeah. So this is where kind of, I think, Black Panther, a good way for them to actually end Phase 4 because now you can anticipate Phase 5 not knowing what's going to happen. Well,
0: and, and I think, too, uh, the other thing, too, is they kind of have to wait and see yeah. what's going to hit because, you know, we talked about them being in financial <laughs> trouble in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Last, uh, and, you know, this... They're, I think what, what I'm getting at is they're kind of waiting to see: are they going to do a movie out of certain characters, or are they just going to do, you know, a series?
1: Yeah. Because well, Wakanda Forever has been grossing a lot of money at the box office. Has it? Not just know. streaming, but it's gained a lot of money. It's already in the billions. Um, the billions? Are you serious? Wor- worldwide, Dem- uh, okay. not domestically, but worldwide, it's in okay. the billions. Here, domestically, I think it's grossed just over maybe 500 million. I want to say, mm. which is okay. But when you compare that when you compare that to Avengers: Infinity War, which grossed uh 1.6 billion at the end of its first week, wow. being in theaters, yeah, that's the, you can see where the difference in the well, yeah, is. I mean these movies, I mean they're just
0: costing so much, and yeah. they're having to put. I mean, they just talked about Avatar. Was it a Cameron just said it has to do two billion just to
1: just to make up for the production costs? Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. That's yeah. nuts.
0: Yeah. So, and but, I'll tell you right now, I'm I really have no. I'll watch it when it goes on streaming. I don't really uh, I don't really care to go see it in the theater. I'm sorry, but you know, I mean well, then Avatar, I'm not gonna call you to ask you to go see it with me then. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you I'm then. Gonna, I'm gonna have to depend on you to do the review. I can do it. Um uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh we, we need to we need to move along. Yeah, here. We're almost out of time. We got up. we got one more thing we want to talk about, and we both yeah. saw this thing. We want to do one more review here, and this yes. was uh Guardians was it called Guardians Christmas? Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas Special. Special. That's what it was. <laughs> Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Christmas Special. Right. right. Um, What
1: would you think about that uh, oh, Christmas special? Oh, boy. Okay. It completely lost me when they kidnapped Kevin Bacon no! as a Christmas gift. are you serious? Eric, I was so disappointed in this Christmas special. I wanted Really? To, I wanted to watch the Star Wars Christmas special from 1979 more than this. Really? Yes. You want to torture yourself I want with the, what is it, uh, Life Day? Life Day, <laughs> is yeah. that what they had in the Star Wars special. Eric, I thought this was just a ghastly, completely asinine piece of entertainment I'm just like are you kidding me it's like you're okay I understand why they wanted to kidnap Kevin Bacon because you know he made reference to Kevin Bacon being awesome throughout the films the previous two films and some of the Avengers films but still Eric I did I just I didn't like it I just thought it was too it was too campy (sighs) it was too corny it was too ridiculous and the part where the part where Mantis like hypnotizes uh Kevin Bacon, Bacon yeah. to make him go willingly with her. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Yeah.
0: Jason, all I can say is, okay. What? What? Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Hey, um, you know what? I got I gotta disagree yeah. with you. I liked it. Okay. That's fine. I liked it. You can disagree. You know what I, I did like it because you know I didn't know what to expect. It's just all of a sudden I'm I'm flipping sure. on Disney and I plus and I'm like, hey well Christmas special. I gotta watch this thing. You know, I thought it was yeah. forty five minutes long, cool. You know? Yeah. Um uh, so I I uh, didn't know what to expect. I I liked it. I thought the okay. Kevin Bacon thing was kind of corny. Yes, I'll tell you one thing. I did think the chase scene with Kevin Bacon went a little <laughs> too long. I mean, it's like, come on, guys. These right. guys are like, you know. I mean, come on, you know. They're jumping all over, like you know, superhero esque, you know. And then Kevin's right. just running down the street and he's outrunning them. I mean, come on, give me a break here. Yeah, but, right.
1: Know. And then that scene where he runs into the cops. And that was
0: funny though. The flipping of the car, I did like true. that. That is I true. did like that, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I thought the, the chase scene was a little funny, but I did think it, the ending was kind of cool, you know, um, and there's, and obviously they're setting it up. We did see the trailer for the new Guardians of the Galaxy. We movie. Did. Was it a yeah. Chapter 3, right? Guardians of
1: the Galaxy Volume 3.
0: Volume 3. Yes. Uh, that's coming out. So we did yeah. see it, and uh, spoiler alert, uh, we did see Gamora in there, and I know in, in, Gamora, in, yeah. in this one he's really sad this Christmas because he doesn't have his love and blah, blah, yep. blah. So yep. So they're kind of setting that up. I get it. Yeah. But, I, but I did like it. And I kind of liked the animation, too. It was kind of interesting. You know, when they did the animation. At the very this, beginning? At the very beginning. And they yeah, were yeah, talking yeah. about uh, uh, Mando with the, uh, you know, and the Christmas tree and all that. And I thought, right. you know, I go, you know, that's kind of, At first, I didn't know what was going on. I thought, is this whole thing going to be animation? Right. And then, right. you know, it was like, oh, okay, I see. They, they came out with the. Uh, and I thought, you know, I think that's pretty cool. I, I liked yeah. overall. Okay. I, I liked how they did it. It actually looked pretty good, especially, you know, at the very end when they had all the, the whatever spaceport they were in. I don't even know where they were at. And, and, and it was all lit up, you know, and the song. I mean, of course, they had to have Kevin Bacon sing. No spoilers here. Come on, of course. But, you know, Kevin Bacon's got to sing. Well, I was wondering, is that Alien? I go, that Alien's not his brother, right? Because doesn't he have a band with his brother? He does. They're called the Bacon Brothers. The Bacon Brothers. That's right. So and it's I'm a good like, thing
1: for him. He's a good musician.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and I was kind of like, well, maybe his brother's playing the Alien. I didn't know. I should have looked that up in right. the credits. You know? Yeah,
1: I, I didn't. I didn't bother because the I thought it sucked <laughs> that bad. So I figured, why bother? Why bother looking I, at the
0: credits? I will say, I, I uh, if you're gonna put it against a star. Wars special i mean the star wars has got nostalgia with it but yeah i think it's probably a better special <laughs> for me than the than the star wars life day special yep. from 77 yep um no I, I think it was worth it so it's, it's only 45 minutes yeah uh it i think it was worth it it only it only really mantis and uh, what's his name uh um, drax drax uh, it only kind of focused really on them so yeah. much right i mean they yeah. were a lot of the yeah they were a lot of the movies. I mean, a lot of the specials. So, yeah. And there was but. also
1: concern that Dave Bautista wasn't even going to come back and reprise his role as Drax. Why? I th- Well, if I remember correctly, I think he made a big stink about James Gunn, um, about the studio coming down hard on James Gunn oh, okay. for jumping ship and going over to D.C. Because he directed The Suicide Squad. But yet he was still supporting and he still he because James Gunn, I think, directed the Christmas special. But Batista basically was vacillating back and forth Mm. about not coming back because the studio wasn't backing James Gunn uh, for doing two projects with two different entities. And I guess he had lobbied hard for the studio to bring James Gunn back after he went to DC because James Gunn left Marvel under not so desirable circumstances. Okay, he was ostracized from Marvel for I don't remember what reasons for, it, but that's why he went to DC to give a big well, screw was it that whole canc- was it
0: that whole cancel culture thing where he had some tweet way back when about oh something that's what and- that's
1: what it was he he made some tweets that he came out with five years ago about that were some insensitive tweets and that's what it was Marvel yeah, yeah. called him out on it, and he said all right, I'm going to F you guys by going over and jumping ship and going to D.C. Mm. Well, he does that, makes the Suicide Squad for D.C., wants to come back to Marvel to work on Guardians of the Galaxy again, and Marvel tells him, no, get lost. And then oh. Dave Batista said, hey, if he doesn't come back, I don't come back. Okay. okay. Obviously, he did, and all was well, but...
0: Yeah. Do you think this the the volume uh, volume, volume 3 is going to be the end of uh Guardians you think as far as we know it? it Guardians we know it.
1: Yeah, Eric, it sounds like it is cuz everything I've read up until this point leads me to believe that at least right now they have not planned on a Guardians of the Galaxy volume 4.
0: Okay. So, yeah I mean yeah. what else could they do with those characters you know that's the other I thing too I don't think too. much else yeah, yeah and like you said you know they're kind of they're they're done with phase four they're, this whole thing's kind of getting phased out it is and, mm-hmm. and they're bringing in the new the new generation so I don't know what else yeah what else they can do with them whoa, whoa. hey already that's our cue yeah two. wow that went by quick that went by really fast too fast I, I talked too much about Andor that's what it was <laughs> we both talked too much about Andor well <laughs> we can't talk too much about Andor it's
1: great go I see know. it, it is yeah great. it is awesome Anyway, that's all the time we have for part of in the intermission today, folks. Yeah. Thank, thanks so much for tuning in and listening.
0: Yeah, and uh, remember to leave us a review, and please subscribe to the show. That always helps us out. Thank you so much.
1: Tell your friends about us. Until next time, we'll see you on the flip side. Peace out. God bless. All right. Take care.
0: Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.